right, good afternoon, everyone. Happy Friday. This is Dr. Trisha Cook with Judy. Judy is from Mental Health America, and our topic today is hurt, shame, blame. I'm really excited to have Miss Judy on the podcast today. We have been working together for the past six and a half years with mental health in the community here in San Diego. I met Miss Judy in several um, organizations here in San Diego, but we met um, during the Mental Health America Walk as well, and the Mental Health uh, San Diego San Diego Mental Health, um, and that was just amazing. We have been working in the community, supporting each other on events. Miss Judy, I'm happy to have you on today on the Fix Your Crown, Fix Your Crown podcast. How are you today? I am truly, truly blessed and excited about being part of this movement. Miss Judy, I would, I know we were talking about topics and your topic is hurt, shame, and blame. Can you tell our audience what made you think of that topic for this particular podcast today? Well, for several reasons. Uh, most recent, reading that article in the Time Magazine, about the young lady that um, committed suicide after a horrific experience. Uh, what comes to mind working in the mental health field and working with a lot of women that um, in the past have been human trafficking victims, there's a lot of shame. And young women, young adults, they don't know how to process it. Um, and a lot of times that hurt, that shame, terms to blame. They, they blame themselves. What did I do? Was there something that I did to make this person hurt me like this? And a lot of times, because they don't know how to process, it turns into a situation that they just want to end it all. Um, hurt, blame, and shame covers so many categories and so many, um, it's boundless. I felt a lot of hurt Blame and shame, I lost a son in 1993. Um, sweet baby, he was 25 years old, um, worked at UCLA Hospital, was walking home from school, uh, walking home from work, I'm sorry, and two minors on a bike shot him. And because he was in Venice, California, I was in San Diego, I felt a lot of hurt, blame and shame for something that was out of my control. But as, as his mother, the first thing I felt was I felt guilty if I hadn't been in San Diego, if I had been there. Um, and I'm an adult. So it only makes me wonder and make me understand that when you go through something horrific, like someone violating you and you don't know how to process it, you just want the hurt to stop. You just, you blame yourself even though it's out of control. So these are things that have resonated with me for a lifetime. You know, the hurt, the blame, and the shame. Mm -hmm. And Miss Judy, how do you deal with the hurt, shame, and blame, you know, working in Mental Health America? What is your role in Mental Health America? Well, as program manager um, for, I work with adolescents, our alternatives to detention and a lot of the young adults between the ages of 10 and 17 that are in the judicial system have gone through a lot of hurt, blame, and shame. 
um, coming from dysfunctional families, they experience a lot of trauma. Um, and like I said, with young children, um, they don't know how to process. They don't know how to ask for the help that's needed. Um, the mental health aspect of it is so crucial because what do you do in a situation um, that is traumatic? As adults, we know that we should talk it out. We should um, seek help. And that's what we offer at Mental Health America is that connection so that you can talk about your feelings. You can talk about what happened and try and put those broken pieces back together. A lot of the young adults that are in judicial systems come from broken homes. They come from human trafficking. They come from domestic violence. They come from addiction at an early age because they're trying to stifle or they're trying to put the pain away. So what we do at Mental Health America, basically in, in any institution where you're dealing with someone that's going through some kind of mental struggle is you want to have a communication. You know, rather than blaming someone, you want to ask somebody, what happened? What happened to you? You know, who hurt you? You know, because we know hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And Ms. Judy, I know working, you know, with Mental Health America for, you know, this long, what do you do for self-care? Ooh, I have grandbabies. <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> my cure is laughter. Laughter. Mm -hmm. If you can find the peace, and if you can go to a playground sometime and just listen to children's laughter, because it's innocent, you know, it's joyful. Um, I love the beach. I love just standing and, and watching the waves and being lost in the power of the ocean, you know, because that's nature, that's God's will. We have no control over when, and my, one of my favorite mantras is my soul's been anchored in the Lord. And, and what that means primarily is that storms are gonna come. We're gonna have that, that rising of, of, of a crescendo of waves coming in and going out. But at the end of the day, it's that calmness that you find within. So I love the beach. I love laughter. I love being in the presence of people that can bring me joy. But my joy comes from within. I don't rely on people to give me joy. I have to find my joy from within. And that's finding my calm place at the end of the day, knowing that things are well within my soul. Mm -hmm. And what, what type of resources or trainings, if someone's listening to the podcast right now, what type of resources or training, um, if they're trying to learn the signs or want to work in the community with um, mental health, what type of resources or trainings does Mental Health America offer? We offer a plethora of services. Our mental health first aid classes, murals, if you take a CPR class, you know a CPR class is in the event that something physical could happen. Someone chokes, someone happens, they stop breathing. You know the steps to render in order to help that person physically. Well, Mental Health America, our mental health first, class, first aid classes, we do that for a mental frame of mind, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, 
um, panic attacks, our first mental health first aid classes, we do a series of exercises where we actually help a person understand that what you're going through, you're not the only person. You, there are people that are everybody in this world suffers with depression, anxiety, and stress. Those are things that are just normal occurrences. So what we do at Mental Health First Aid is walk through a series of classes. It's a, it's a one-day class for eight hours, and we walk through all of the different scenarios that stress and depression and anxiety and schizophrenia, all of those things come into play in a person's life. And we show you how to recognize those things and how to de-escalate them. Um, case in point, um, someone that deals with depression, um, if you're in school and you have to cram for that exam and you know that you're gonna stay up all night and you can cram for that exam, that's good stress. That's, that's something that's gonna propel you to get that final outcome, which is that grade. However, if you have chronic depression or stress, mm -hmm. it's going to send you into the abyss of darkness and you don't know how to come up out of it. Mm -hmm. So there's different levels of depression and stress. So what we do at Mental Health America is help you identify, recognize, and de-escalate those situations before they become overwhelming. Now, everyone who's listening, Miss Judy, um, are these resources free or... Um, do they have to pay for the resources? They're absolutely free. Our classes and, and the classes, we, we offer classes for law enforcement. We offer classes for individuals that uh, teach or work with young adults. We have classes for seniors. We have classes for individuals that are going into uh, the medical field. We're not clinicians or therapists. These are just everyday people like ourselves or like yourself. And the classes are absolutely free. We have virtual classes as well as you can come into our office or we can come to you if you have 10 or more people and provide the classes. The classes are, like I say, the eight hours or you can do two day, four hour classes. At the end of the class, you're given a certificate. You are respected and identified as a first responder. And just like your CPR training, this is good for two years. We are a national organization. We're all over the world. Mental Health America uh, is one of the first mental health institutions that deals with mental health awareness and education. And I, I like how the trainings are. I, I've taken several. Now, um, what you previously said, you said that Mental Health America also helps if you're dealing with depression or anxiety. Um, how how are those resources? Like if a person is listening right now, is there a, a test that they would have to sign up or how does that work? There's, there's no testing. As a matter of fact, what we do, we have resources for counseling services. We have resources. NAMI is one of our greater assets and sister programs. We have uh, California Health and Involvement uh, CHIP you know, San Diego Suicide Prevention. We have so many resources that a person just needs to extend their hand. We'll take that hand and guide them in the right direction. Uh, we have clinicians and therapists that work with young adults. 
I say our alternatives to detention program, we are connected to counseling centers and resources. So there's, there's, there's no reason why a person that's struggling cannot get the help that they need. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a young adult, I know you work with young adults. If there's a young adult listening and they're afraid to you know, speak, their, speak what they're saying, what advice would you give that young adult about getting help? What I encourage a lot of my young adults to do is to journal. First, start by putting pen to paper, putting your feelings um, on paper. Let, let your heart guide your fingers. And then everyone has to trust someone. If there's one person that you trust, and that person can be outside of your family, um, a friend, um, we have a crisis hotline, um, Mental Health America, we have a series of therapists and clinicians. You have an excellent lady on a couple of weeks ago, April Open Heart Leadership. Um, she deals exclusively with a lot of young adults. There's the Urban Restoration Counseling Center as well. We have so many resources, and especially in our African-American community and communities of colors, we really want to connect our youth to organizations that can help uplift them. But my advice to any young adult that's struggling right now, reach out to someone that you can trust, be it a teacher, um, be it a coach, someone, if you're not connected to a church, a family member that goes to church, maybe someone that you really feel that you can trust and someone that you admire. A lot of sports figures have a lot of uh, youth programs now. The Boys and Girls Club, the Jackie Robinson YMCA. There are a lot of places wherever young adults frequent and they feel that they have a mentor or someone that they can trust, I would advise them to reach out to that person. But the first thing is, is to go within themselves and journal. Feel what you feel. You know, I tell young adults all the time, you feel like crying, cry. You know, you feel like screaming, find you a place where you can just scream and let your feelings be known and then talk to someone that you trust. That's, a, that's beautiful, especially journaling. That's the biggest thing that a lot of young adults need to learn how to do. And then I know you're saying journal. What should they start off in their journal? If they get a journal, their feelings, what type of feelings? Should they write down everything? Should they keep it private? What would you give a young adult to start with a journal? Pen to paper. Mm-hmm. What, what, what hurts you? You know, what brings you joy? You know, uh, a lot of young girls have a lot of problems now with um, their imagery. You know, everybody wants to be Beyonce or J-Lo. You know, God created you in his own image. So you're beautiful just the way you are. So I encourage young adults, male and female, feel what you feel. What are you feeling? When, when, when you put pen to paper, what, what are you feeling? You know, what, what hurts you? What brings you joy? Um, so it might be something, if you have a pet, you know, I love this pet because, <laughs> and you never know where your pen and paper is going to lead you, you know, I was hurt today because, you know, bullying, bullying is such a harmful thing, you know, someone hurt me today, you know, 
Someone hurt my feelings. Someone called me ugly. Someone called me fat. Someone called me skinny. Someone called me black. Somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like my red hair. You know, whatever you feel, write it and be honest with self. Mm, I you like know? that. Be, be honest with yourself. Oh, I love that. And that's hard for a lot of people to do, being honest with themselves, because like you say, you have to identify on who you are, who you are called to be. I love that quote, being honest with yourself. Miss Judy, what are mm-hmm. our last few questions for you? What motivates you to stay in mental health? Wow, now you're going to open my floodgates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what motivates me? Um, there's several things. Um, my, my real push and passion, I have two brothers that have been incarcerated uh, collectively for over uh, 60 years. I have a brother that's been incarcerated um, and down, has never been home since 1984. I have another young brother. When my son was killed, my brother went on a tyrant that ended him up in jail. He's been locked up since 1993. So I fight for the freedom of those men and women that are behind the wall um, that have been locked away from their families. Uh, when my brothers went to jail, I went to jail with them um, mm. mentally. So it, it's a struggle. I struggle and, and my passion comes for young girls that have been violated for no rhyme or reason. Um, I, I fight for young men that need to stand up and be recognized as intelligent and not victims. Um, my, my drive and my purpose is to empower the under, underserved. You know, my drive and my power is to hear the voices of those that have no voice. So that's, that's my drive. That's why I do what I do, you know. And you do it well. Anyone that's listening, I, like I said, I've been working and being mentored with Miss um, Judy for a while. And, you know, this sisterhood has been very amazing. And Miss Judy, how can someone get in touch with you if they want to work in mental health or want the resources at Mental Health America? What are some um, numbers or emails they can get in contact with you well me personally I'm, I'm an open book so you can reach me at mental health america at j patterson at m h a s d dot org um you can find me here at mental health america um through our number 619-543-0412 um i'm here um, email me, reach out to me through Dr. T. Uh, we have a group of women that we're building together to really encourage and bring about these healing circles. So I'm not hard to find. I'm in San Diego. Um, you'll see me at ECC. You'll see me in the community. I'm, I'm everywhere um, that people are. My heart goes. So I'm not hard to, to find. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today on this beautiful Friday for mental health, this mental health campaign. Um, the topic today with Miss Judy from Mental Health America was hurt, 
shame, and blame. Thank you for tuning in to Fix Your Crown podcast of Nerdrill Inc. Take care, everybody.